There's a really nice book I picked up recently about dialectical behavior therapy that helps work through emotions and recognizes what they are. One section in particular focuses on the importance of being very clear in communication about what we want and don't want. It helps establish boundaries and also helps us work on how we communicate and listen in conversations to ourselves and to others. One key exercise that resonated with me personally and I implemented almost immediately was to keep the conversations confined to what the problem is and what I would ideally like the end result to be because we tend to stray a lot in a conversation. This book gave me small exercises to do that, uh, that helped me personally avoid major conflict and little things. Maybe some of you are familiar with this exercise. After I understand what the other person wants, I make sure that I repeat it. And I go the extra mile and make them repeat it as well to make sure we're both on the same page. And my God, I can't even begin to tell you the number of times that we ended up being in completely different pages. The situation, of course, ends up being very sticky if one of us is not flexible. But how does this tie to the world of sexuality? Well, for starters, communication is king. But how often do we engage in a conversation about wants and needs with a partner we are intimate with and end up still misunderstanding each other? Clear, صح? This happens because of many reasons. Sometimes it's tiptoeing around what we want. We're not being thorough about what we like and dislike, especially if it's about needs in bed. We do not give enough clarity in the words we choose or we think. Less is more, مشان ما يضيع الحديث. In other words, not being patient when patience is needed and not being clear when clarity is important and will serve the purpose of why you're having a conversation to begin with. To speak your truth, you must know your values. It was only recently that I started to know myself and my values. Knowing your true values is so helpful when you're trying to put your life together. And once you can pinpoint what you want, this is when the game changes. I've spoken in the first couple of episodes about owning who you are, but you also need to own what you do. Keep yani. Well, I understand that it's not all roses and fairy tales for people when they feel a strong attraction to someone. These specific feelings make us vulnerable, and not many of us are good with dealing with vulnerability. So our reactions differ. Sometimes that rush hits our acceleration pedal, and sometimes it hits the brake pedal. But that's only because people are different. But in the end, clarity is needed in both words and action. They go hand in hand. Let me narrow this down a bit. If someone tells you that they don't want to be in a relationship, how often do we think that we may get them to change their mind? How often do we try to convince ourselves or hope that one day things will change because your friend who is married to X didn't want to be committed, but hey, the game changed down the line. Adi, it happens to the best of us. But the thing is, we get attached to the potential and not the reality. If you're not familiar with how dangerous this could be, please go back to episode seven or check out the episode called Basics First Then Love. We get tangled up by telling them we're on board with the game to have funds with no strings attached. But then we get tangled up on our, with our own strings, which is not cool. I know someone. She's gorgeous and extremely talented. 
She was with a man for almost five years, but he didn't want to commit. They broke up, but still saw each other on off and on and had consensual sex. I'm not sure where he's really at, but I know that she's still hoping that he proposes. And he hasn't even said the words or indicated that he wants to settle down. It sucks, but it is what it is. I knew of a couple once, two young Arab women. One wanted to take the relationship further and marry her partner in Canada. And the other woman was very clear that the relationship had no future because she wanted to eventually settle down and marry a man because of the mujtama. She went as far as encouraging her girlfriend to swipe through her options on Tinder, but her girlfriend didn't because she was attached to the potential of the relationship. She kept hoping that her girlfriend's no would one day be a yes. You can guess how that ended. When you know your values, only you can decide how high the stakes are. If someone just wants to have sexual fun and you're up for that, they go into it with their eyes wide open, enjoy it, and wake up the next day and move on. No lingering and no awkward conversation wondering if either one of you is going to set the next date. And I am not promoting premarital sex, nor am I addressing anyone who is of age. And I am not encouraging anyone to go out and jump the first person that they find attractive. But for those who do want to engage in any sexual activity, just do it knowing what, where the other person is. Yes does not mean no, and no does not mean yes. We get lost somewhere in between when we start analyzing and daydreaming. Another thing I feel strongly about is consensual sex. It means that both people involved need to be on the same page on every single thing. Yes, it requires a lot of com- communication, but better you know where your partner's at before you start assuming that they're on board with certain things. Even things as simple or might sound as simple as sex toys, handcuffs, whatever you want to call them. If there are two things that sex should not be, and out of this whole conversation that you should take. One, it shouldn't be painful. I'll get to that in another, on another episode on why sometimes women experience pain. Two, it should be consensual. I don't care if you're married, engaged, or just having fun. Everyone involved must feel free to leave or stay. And if they stay, everything must be consensual. This applies for same gender and different gender sexual encounters. We are all adults, and it's important that we play with adults. And this is a responsibility on every single one of us. We all know at what age women and men, or boys and girls, are considered adults. And in my humble opinion, a girl's period does not mean she should be married off. Some girls get their period at the age of nine years old, and some at the age of 14 years. Either one is too young to engage in sex. And we have a social responsibility. Some things are gray, but this is black and white. Back to values and a quick note on how to figure them out. Think of what is important to you, but try to dig deep and understand if it's coming from lack or if it's really important to you because it's aligned with your own growth and build on it. You don't need to figure out all of your values. Sometimes you just need to start with one or two. 
It's a starting point. And you create your list as you go along in life. Methelan and I began eliminating what I don't want as it was really hard for me to figure out what I wanted and what my values were. But once you know your values, you will know your truth. And once you know your truth, it becomes hard not to honor that, especially if you're interested in self-development. It's all about baby steps, small steps. I wish I was taught that growing up, but better late than never. Thanks for hanging out. See you next time.